Love speaking to this man. He joins us uh, most Fridays, and when he does, I'm uh, all the better for his company. He does some fine work for Channel 10 and Paramount Plus, and he knows the world game inside and out. His name, of course, is Andy Harper. Andy, good morning to you. Thanks again for your time. Pleasure, Sam. Good to be with you, mate. Hey, I, I really want to talk to you about this game tonight, actually, Brisbane and, and Western Sydney. Now, it's going to be great regardless, but uh, whenever the Cahill name is mentioned, the eyebrows go up, and Shay Cahill, son of, of course, has been included in the squad for Brisbane tonight. Now, help me out. Is, is he going to play or is he no chance to play? Where's this sit? Well, if he's in the squad, he's a chance to play. I mean, Ross Salawisi hasn't been shy to throw your kids in this year. Um, uh, that's, you know, that, that's the same with a lot of clubs around the league. But, you know, they've got little, little young Quinn McNichol is just uh, into his 15th year of life. Um, coming into the A-League through the Australia Cup and has played a couple of games in the A-League and looks very, very comfortable, I've got to say. Ross is very comfortable with, with the kids. If they've shown during the week and in the lead-up that they're good enough, he won't hesitate. And uh, if Shay Kale fits into that category, well, getting into the squad is the first mm. thing that needs to be done. And, and well, don't be surprised put it that way. I wouldn't rule it out. But I've never seen Shay play. I don't know anything about him. We know a lot about his dad, of course. And if he can if he can carry even a percentage of that into his own footballing career and aspirations, then he'll be some player. 18 years of age. I was going to ask you what he's like as a player because I don't know much about him either, but uh, it'd be fascinating to see how he goes about it and whether he has the same sort of um, attacking traits in, uh, in, and around that, um, in and around that box that made his, his old man so prolific. Yeah, well, I mean, let's hope for his sake and for Brisbane's sake, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree in this case, and indeed by extension, the Australian national team. I mean, you don't want to put that sort of pressure on any kid when they've got you know, their mum yeah. or dad, depending on who are talking about it, whatever sport, has just been such a trailblazer. Um, you know, they've got to make their own way and, and develop their own career and be known for their own attributes. But... Um, it, it, it doesn't stop the rest of us, I guess, unfortunately, being fascinated to see you know, how, how cut he is from the, the kale cloth. It, it, uh, it, the, as soon as he runs on the field, it'll be the first time I ever see him in any sort of football action. So I'll be as keen as everyone to yep. see how he goes. Yeah, can't be easy for him, of course, for all the reasons you mentioned. We wish him well, though. Hey, can I just take you straight to Melbourne Victory, if you don't mind, Andy? Creating chances, just can't seem to find the back of the net. So three consecutive 1-1 draws. I mean, we're... Tony Popovich would be pulling his hair out, wouldn't he? Ah, well, probably. And so will the Victory fans. Look, it's, it's getting tight for Victory. Um, and I only say that because they were playing well last year and couldn't score. And then before you knew it, I mean, the season collapsed for a few reasons. Um, and, and as things went on, the, the weight of, of everything just bore down on the whole football club. And they finished with another really lowly... Um, table um, standing second time in three years and at the start of the season Sam there was zero indication that that was going to happen they started the season well they beat Sydney first game of the season last year everything was going well about now the World Cup was on the Socceroos were about to light the the torch um, which unfortunately history is going to record or has recorded precipitated that catastrophic decision by A-Leagues about the grand final and all, everything. And then the season just died for victory. And it was ugly and it was painful for the players. And they were powerless, seemingly, um, to, to correct the ship. Now, it's a new season, new campaign. And hopefully none of that other off-field stuff is going to have to be in our concern. But 
they've got to break through for some wins to get the confidence. This, this is sort of hanging around now, um, and there's and the you know the, the sense that maybe they get sucked into that vortex again. Now, I don't want to sound alarmist. Uh, they're a good team. They've been playing some fantastic stuff, um, and they should have been winning a couple of these games that mm. they have only managed to draw. And 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 look, this is the point. It's a great test for Tony Popovich, who's proven himself on many occasions in many different contexts that he's a wonderful um, operator at, uh, in the A League. And but this is a specific one now to keep the troops together and believing, and to crack it for a win or two, and then sail on because they've got a good squad. Um, I think they've been playing well. I've enjoyed watching them this year. And, and I, apart from people who really have a set two against victory, I think I echo many people's sentiments. And we we don't want them getting sucked into that vortex again. It, they're such a big club and it becomes painful for everyone. Yeah. Uh, zero indication is an interesting phrase. I, I, I want to apply that to Melbourne City and also Central Coast, the two grand finals of last season. Now, I, I'm not sure, but who would have thought that that, a catastrophic grand final defeat would pave the way for Melbourne City to have a, a disappointing campa- campaign. Now, it hasn't improved at all in the wake of Rado Vidisic's sacking, and they've won only one of five games this season. Yeah, well, I mean, the bright spot for Melbourne City, Sam, is that they're doing reasonably well in the Champions League. In fact, a very difficult away game during yeah. the week to Ventsford Kofu in, uh, in, in Japan, um, and they should have won that. I mean, uh, Jamie Young's decision making was almost unrecognisable from the guy who's been one of the torchbearers for goalkeeping in over the last five to ten years in Australia. I mean, it was just, it was, it was crazy, crazy scenes, and you, to see Jamie Young make, in my estimation, make those errors completely uncharacteristic, and um, even a little bit more normality from Jamie and Melbourne City get those points, and they're looking really good in the Champions League, which is normally the harder of the two options for Australian clubs. You know, that Asian Champions League is a really tough one for us. But here we have Melbourne City doing well in that competition and really struggling at home. Mm. And their problems are in midfield. You know, over the last couple of years, with um, Paddy Cusnorbo in Dorado, we, their midfield was so powerful. You know, Connor Metcalf now a regular in the Socceroos, Aidan O'Neill, who will be a regular in the Socceroos, that dynamic partnership. You had Van der Ven, the Dutchman, uh, Florent Berenguer. You just They just, year on year, had a power-packed midfield. And they haven't been able to replace like with like so far. Arslan, the, the German uh, import, has been very, very good, but he hasn't been able to to play regularly because of that broken bone in his foot. And I think it's a broken bone, although he did play in the Champions League midweek. If he comes back into the team, they automatically look big, they're better. But... but the Melbourne City we've become used to is this is this is a pale imitation by comparison, particularly in the midfield. Just goes to show how good a bit of business it was getting. For, I'll, I'll name the two again: Connor Metcalf and Aidan O'Neill. Fantastic for Melbourne City, really set the tone. Uh, with other great players around them, and they're missing that type of player badly. You mentioned Paddy Kisnorbo, obviously dual A-League Premiership winning coach, um, sacked this week by his French club Trois, or late last week. I mean, I'm forecasting massively here, but I mean, what are his plans? I mean, could, is it possible he could make a return if things don't improve next season? Or he could return to the A-League for sure. I mean, mm. Auckland are on the hunt for a coach. Um, we haven't heard if the Canberra expansion's going to happen. It's getting a little bit late in the piece for big announcements there, but I'm only going off what APL said, you know, 12, 18 months ago, mm. that 
Auckland and Campbell are coming in, so there'll be a couple of jobs. Melbourne City, uh, well, originally Vidmar, I think, has signed at the end of the year. I'm not quite sure. I think yep. that's the case. Paddy Norbo's a career coach. Um, he's got to go and get a job somewhere. He's part of the CFG furniture. Um, my estimation of it, Sam, is that they held as long as they could with and to Paddy at Trois. Um and, you know, he, he, another set of circumstances, another club, another ownership group, and he might have got punted earlier. It was a very, very difficult, but I'm sure fruitful learning experience for him. Where it went wrong, I, I don't know. I'm not well-versed enough in, in, in the French uh, second division, but it's been tough for a while, and he's had to keep the wolf from the door from a, for a long time. And the club, the ownership, the CFG, have shown real solidarity, solidarity with Patrick, He's, they're, they're obviously very supportive of him, so it wouldn't surprise if he bobs up um, somewhere else in the City Football Group network at some point. But he's a coach. He wants to be a career coach. He's out of work. He's got to find work. So why not the A-League? Yeah. Um, and we mentioned Central Coast earlier. I mean, City have fallen off the cliff, but the team that beat them in the grand final spectacularly are also one win from five games. So I'm all for, a, you know, variety's the spice of life, but what has happened? Yeah. What has happened to them? Well, the... The, the big one that they have to answer for is not being able to replace Nick Montgomery, the coach, who's now at Hibs in Scotland. Uh, he's on the he's there on the back of the fantastic work he did over a long period of time. Mm. And he was the head coach at the Mariners for two years, but he's been on the coast for 10 years, finished his playing career, went into junior development there, has been part of the furniture. Yeah, I, I, this is a really salient lesson Um I don't know how the Mariners could have handled it any differently. Maybe they couldn't have. Um, but that's the template. You know, Nick Montgomery, obviously, a very, very astute football brain and operator. Um, and it worked so well at the Mariners because he was integral in building the whole thing over the last decade, including experiencing the very, very lean times for the Mariners. Now, you just can't replace people like that really easily. And this is really tough for the current head coach, um, Mark Jackson, who's struggling for wins. They're doing okay in Asia as well, as it happens. Um, but they've got to get some home wins. They won the last start against Newcastle, but you know, one hot day doesn't make a summer, and the Jets are going to struggle over the course of the season. You know, they're, they're a pretty ordinary football team at the moment uh, in difficult circumstances themselves. And, and so Nick Montgomery's the big one, and they haven't been able to replace the players they've lost mm. nowhere close. Alu Qualls He's been disappointing, the amount of time it's taking him to get settled. Uh, the brother of Garang, of course, who was part of the, the galaxy of Mariner stars last year. So I thought Alu Kual coming back was going to be a real energiser for the club. Hasn't quite happened yet, but it's still early. He can find his feet. And if he does, then the Mariners will turn the the, the, the corner very quickly. Andy, great to chat. Obviously, Channel 10, Paramount Plus got you covered for match day six of the A-League. Gets underway tonight. Should be a good one. Brisbane Raw, Western Sydney Wanderers, 7.45, the kickoff Eastern. Great to chat to you, mate, and um, we'll do it again soon, I'm sure. Look forward to it, Sam. Good on you, mate.